0: I made a talking video Mm -hmm. and at the time I was pretty sick so it was even lower. And people were like, are you off your hormones? Because it seems that your voice is getting a little low. Like maybe you need to take a little bit more of that estrogen and I'm like, why would you like, what's wrong wrong with with you? you? Like what, you're literally making my dysphoria like 10 times worse right now. Like. (laughs)
1: Right, right. I got a Add to the add to the no 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 <laughs> Why hello everyone everyone's applauding everyone's screaming Welcome back to another episode of I'm Literally Screaming Woo yeah. Everybody's screaming, <laughs> crying. They're getting naked. Keep your clothes on, people. No, please uh, don't. <laughs> <serious. laughs> no, please don't. Put them back on. <laughs> everybody, I would like to introduce a very close and dear friend of mine, Miss V. Hi. V, please say hello. Hello, everybody. Thank so, you for having me. Yeah, no, thank you for being here yeah. today. Let's... Me and V are just gonna welcome to like an actual FaceTime call that me and V are probably literally. just gonna have in this person. This has been long
0: awaited because like I, I haven't. We literally... haven't seen each other.
1: I. I didn't even know V moved here. (laughs) Like if I'm being honest and I saw you at, um, that Spotify event. Yeah. Ooh. How was how, did you see Charlie XCX perform when, when I you did?
0: Went? Okay, so Charlie XCX was actually like we thought that it was just a track going on, oh. so we were like, "Oh yes, the song is good." we were good. like, "Yes, Charlie," and then we realized that everybody was listening and like she was literally performing. Oh. so I was like, "Let me just," shoop, and I went straight to the front. I <laughs> I
1: missed Charlie. Um well I don't I want to get invited back to like other Spotify events so yeah you will I'm just gonna say like in a hypothetical sense right? yeah. <laughs> um I was gonna go see Charlie but then I walked in and like the room was packed because okay. everyone was like kind of rushing the stage before she even went on um So I was like, oh my gosh, you know what? Why don't I just get another drink? So I go and I get another drink. Actually, I'm not even joking. I stood on a line for 15 minutes, the longest line I've ever been on. And I went to the front and I said, hi, can I get a tequila Red Bull? And you know what they said to me? Hmm. Um, We sell cotton candy. Like I went on the wrong line. I was on the wrong line. (laughs) Why did you think that was the line? I don't know. Like I saw a refrigerator. So I was like, ooh. Um, And then I saw that a vending machine. Not a vending machine. It was like one of those claw machines. Yeah. It was broken.
0: And those stuffed animals, too.
1: Yeah, yeah. I still have a whole Maybe bunch of them. You at won't home. get
0: invited back to the Spotify <laughs> <No>. event.
1: I, <laughs> felt, I felt so bad because there was like this really cute, like, photo wall with plushies all over it. Yeah. And I was like, I feel like you guys are just gonna like throw these away. They
0: were. So and did. I did. <laughs> like, they probably threw them away and did nothing with them. Like, wait. I walked up to the back with my.
1: I was like, the guy was like, want me to take a picture? And I was like, yeah, sure. And as he was walking back, I pulled on one of the stars. No, yeah. And I
0: was like, cheese. I wish I had the ball to do that. My friend Kendall, she literally just. Grabbed like five of them. Kendall's crazy. She is. Did I ever
1: tell you the time how, okay, so we have a friend named Kendall, um, Kendall Raindrop. uh, Love her to death. She is like actually, but like, (laughs) I was just telling V about this how I feel like she is one of those people that she doesn't understand that she's funny because she's just so naturally funny. No, yeah, for sure. Um, And I feel like whenever I laugh, she thinks I'm laughing at her, but I'm not. Like, I'm laughing at what she's saying. Yeah. Um, So you're laughing at her? And what she's saying, but yeah, I know. But I remember, like, the first time I met her in person, we were at Tiger Heat. Okay. And I was there, you know, UK, Joe. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's like, we have known each other for, I've known you since house party. Well, okay.
0: The only reason me and Spencer have a connection with each other is literally because, well, I met them through Zaya Mm -hmm. and we would just go on, like, house party FaceTime calls and, and this was like this was before COVID. They were low key scary. Like we would be reading each other yeah. for
1: filth. And um, <laughs> yeah, we would. I feel like if any of those like house party no calls ever got leaked, we definitely put
0: each other through some. Trauma. Yeah, we put we, we took like everything. It was like in reach. It's like
1: find your deepest insecurity, yeah. reach in there, pull mm-hmm. it out, and like read it to them. Yeah, exactly.
0: It's all self projection. Yeah, no, it was horrible.
1: <laughs> and then I saw you at um playlist. Yes, you were at playlist. I remember I remember oh, seeing yeah. you and I forgot who you were with. Oh, yeah, Kendall. Mm-hmm. The first time I met her, Joe from the UK was visiting and it was for Halloween this mm-hmm. year. And Joe's Joe brought a friend with him and Kendall L- this girl was so shy. Like the friend Joe brought was real was not really like shy, but like not like crazy like all of us. Okay, okay. So Kendall ran up to her and was like, Come on, dance. Dragged her onto this dance floor <laughs> with just a whole bunch of gay men. Oh my god. Um gosh. <laughs> and starts like <laughs> is that
0: tiger heat or play. Tiger heat. Okay, this I'm like Playlist live. You <laughs> no, 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 would not no. do this.
1: <laughs> this was that tiger heat. And okay. all like, I literally, I'm not joking. I turn. First of all, Kendall is gone with her. Like, I don't know where they went. I'm, like, looking for them. and <laughs> she I just made see, a new friend. I just see Kendall, like, grinding on her on the dance floor. She's like, come
0: on. Yes.
1: Kendall's an icon. Kendall
0: is. She will make you live for your life any day. And she, like, lifts you up in a positive way, too. She really does. Yeah. She's,
1: she's, like, sh- the last time, um, well, I'll, I'll, like, see her when I go out. But the last time I was, like, with her in a group setting, we were at, um... Again, it was for Halloween. Mm-hmm. Did I ever tell you the time where Kendall smacked me in the face? No. Like really hard? She would never. She did. Oh, but she but did. It's, it was for good reason. Oh. So. You were, um, were acneful? Yeah. So okay. I was at, um, I forget whose uh, apartment I was at, but it was like a group of us. Uh-huh. And you know, like before I was like in my, I guess, like sobriety era, mm-hmm. um, how like I would choke people when I was intoxicated I
0: didn't I was not aware of this oh (laughs) (laughs) but um thank you I can now use that again
1: (laughs) no but like okay so I wouldn't like choke choke people I'd be like hey you want to know what it's like to be in a choke hold and they'd be like okay and I would do it and they'd be like okay thanks yeah um
0: not them having a little king for it yeah right they were
1: like they were into it they wanted it they're like
0: let me just experiment a little so I asked (laughs) I asked
1: um one of our friends if I could I asked him I said can I put you in a choke hold and he was like yeah sure so I put him in a choke hold but I guess I didn't realize how hard I was going because he taps me and then was like Spencer like you actually hurt me and he got mad at me and okay I felt so bad Oh, no. So bad. So I told him, I was like, slap me in the face as hard as you can. And he was like, I can't. And I was like, you know what? I'll, I'll find someone who can. Yeah. I could have asked anyone. I asked Kendall. And
0: Kendall did that. She,
1: <laughs> can I tell you something? Yeah. Shh, I don't think I've I don't think I've ever been smacked in the face so hard in my life. I literally was like, Kendall, smack me as hard as you can, thinking it'll be like a friendly slap. And she was like, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, no, slap me. She slapped me so hard that my ears started ringing and I saw stars. Like, I literally grabbed the couch and I said, oh, Lord. Johnny forgave me.
0: It's the testosterone in us. I'm sorry. (laughs) <laughs> like uh, when we're off our hormones we can be off the rocker okay <laughs> just saying don't don't play with us too much okay <laughs> she said hold
1: on <laughs> <laughs> hold on i actually but. felt like i was like in another like on another planet okay it was crazy. well i'm
0: glad that's over for you <laughs> i feel like but did you enjoy it is the question the slap yeah um like <laughs> it i was like you did <laughs> it <mean. laughs> like, No. um
1: like some
0: okay there's
1: like There's, like, a certain level of slap that I can take. Yeah. And that, like, I would want. Okay. But, like, that was, like, it, let me just say this. If I were to ever get into any altercation with anyone and they were, like, pull up, bring friends. Yeah. I wouldn't bring friends. I'd bring a friend. I'd bring Kendall. Okay. And Kendall would wreck their shit. No, she would, she would do it all. She would end them. Oh, also my friend Bree really Bri- crazy yeah i don't think i know brie um all i will say is that brie once sent me a photo um <laughs> <laughs> she was out with her boyfriend and brie is another one of my like really close friends okay. and there was this one time where she was like texting me while out and she was like spencer there's this girl here um I forget what like she had done but they had like a past. This and is so like, you have like a
0: movie of a life. Like this is the type of stuff where they are like you you literally get pranked about like I'm bringing my friend type I think. She she texted me and she was like
1: Spencer, there's this girl here. I forget what the girl had done. Oh, she kept like flirting with her boyfriend. Okay. Even though this girl had her boyfriend there, she was flirting with Bree's boyfriend. So violent is then the b- answer. Yeah, and okay. was like Bree was like hold on like you need to stop. And then she started like Commenting on Bree's boyfriend and like commenting on Bree's appearance and like oh, no. doing all this shit and like Bree's like I love you Bree but Bree knows this Bree's crazy yeah um <laughs> and like Bree sent me photo <laughs> Bree sent me a photo of her face and was like Spencer if I need to get like if I need you can you bail me out of jail and I was like why mm-hmm. I was like you only have a scratch on your face and she was like yeah I have a scratch on my face oh, no, and then man. Bree sent me a photo like that she sent me a photo like this and it was like hair so I'd bring Brie and Ooh,
0: not the hair She's the let me let me not
1: yeah I can't I like I joke I feel like if I had to, okay here's my thing do you ever in your brain like think you're a matrix you ever seen the matrix I've never
0: okay well like in the I'm Ma- like so out of touch with pop culture it's so bad
1: it's okay it's it's <laughs> literally do you ever okay so like when you because we live in the United States and we have school shootings. Yes. Um Did you ever, like, when you would have, like, your school shooter drill, like, in your head be like, oh, if a shooter ever walked in, I'd be able to beat him up. Or, like, have an elaborate plan in your head to, like, hide behind I, the door and then smash a vase over their head?
0: No, I'm the one who would be scared and, like, hide for, forever. Oh. Cause <laughs> but, I mean, tell me, how, what, would you, what would you do? <laughs> uh, well,
1: like, if there was, like, an actual shooter, I would be terrified and I would hide. But when I was, like, in school, I would have, like, scenarios in my head of like different things i could do when that time yeah arised and hopefully never did even have to
0: like think Think about about these things yeah because it's like
1: (sighs) again i would also like to point out um marco rubio um don't like you let me make that very clear but i just find it really funny how you're again trying to pass a law to ban TikTok, um but you can't pass laws to ban automatic assault weaponry or regulate firearms and we all know why too because the nra funds your political campaigns thank you ate that up like, right the, i really i i feel like the last like Two episodes, I've come for him because I don't like him.
0: No, as you should. No, we got to get our priorities in check. (laughs) That time
1: Candace Owens posted me on her Twitter. Wait, really? Yeah. No way. She posted me on her.
0: It was a video. I'm sorry, but have you seen that LGBTQ? But how about an H for heterosexual? Heterosexual? (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) you know what? I agree with guys getting. (laughs) I actually.
1: You know, speaking of, um, I'd like you to meet Jody. <laughs> Good
0: lord! <laughs> um, where did you come from, by the way? Like, wait, where where were, we're you from originally? New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. So and this
1: was when I was in New Jersey. She put me on her story, oh, or not her story. She posted a video of me on Twitter and said, um, "This is why we need real men in America because you're growing kid. You're. She was like, you're growing boys up to be like this. What? And I think it was a video of me screaming, and then she. It was like a video of me screaming and then like in that same clip it was like me in a skirt. Oh my gosh.
0: Were y- did you ever like experience expressing yourself like outwardly in high school that no. way? No. Um was I it all after high school.
1: Well, like I when I was in high school, we didn't we had like a dress code. Like okay. I went to and by dress code I mean uniforms. Oh. Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I went to a, like a vocational school um, and I had to wear like even when we had um they would call them like school spirit days, where you were allowed to wear whatever you wanted. Okay. But it really wasn't whatever you wanted. We had like a school like a strict uh, guideline accessory. Like it was like we had a s- store in our school that sold merch oh. with our school emblem on it. Okay, the influencers. You could, you, could, <laughs> you could wear like our school sweater and our school sweats, but you couldn't wear like a random T-shirt and like random sweats. Like if it was like a spirit day you had to dress up in school attire still so i like never really had the chance to
0: yeah Hmm. i think for mine i don't know i was like one of the first trans kids at least to be there so i was outwardly expressing myself no matter what and you ate that the thank you (laughs) but i don't know i think they didn't have like strict i guess you could say dress codes. i think the most dress code i dress coded i ever got was in like late elementary and middle school but i think they were just so afraid to stomp on my tracks if that makes sense because they did not want to come off as like not accepting or and they also i feel like they were also
1: like uh, if we say anything (laughs) lawsuit Mm -hmm. and if they did say something they're better like for sure i would if i see this is i'm i didn't start like actually dressing comfortably like the way I dress now like you've seen me when we go out like I would have never worn that in high school yeah and I'm actually I hate that COVID happened really but if it weren't for COVID I would not be dressing the way I dress now because Mm. I was literally I was trapped in a hotel room for like a month because our um, cable line was like snipped Mm -hmm. Um, when I was home in New Jersey living with my mom so then I was in a hotel for like a month. And while I was there, that's when I was like talking to Zaya. Cause Zaya was also either had just come out or it was like just starting estrogen.
0: Oh, okay. So, so getting on hormones. Yeah. She had just started transition. hormones.
1: And I remember like I would be on FaceTime with her and I would tell her how I felt. I'd be like, I want to feel pretty. And she was like, I'll teach you how to do makeup.
0: That's amazing. So Zaya,
1: that's why that's how me and Zaya got so close cuz she would like teach me how to do makeup on FaceTime. Wow. Um and I would look a mess sometimes and <laughs> she would still be like, "Okay, yes." And she would like yeah. cheer me on but I then mean, after a certain everyone point everyone starts somewhere.
0: So, you know, it's like you can't judge too early.
1: I think my my favorite um after I, like I recently just got into like contouring my nose and nice. like actually like beating my face yeah um and i facetimed zaya the first time i did it and she was like holy shit she was like if i pulled up a photo of you when you were trapped in that hotel room (laughs) compared to now yeah she was like the improvement and i was like i love you have you you, like spoken to her
0: like recently yeah oh yeah she's going a lot through her surgery right now yeah um so and she had not like we typically just like call the group chat whenever we want to, just like all the trans girls, because we we're just like all there for each other. Mm-hmm. And um we had not called it in so long, but she had just been like alone in her thoughts. Of course, he has her boyfriend, but like yeah. there, you I know. feel like there's like Yeah. You need
1: people who understand. Exactly. Like it's first hand. Like, exactly. Yeah. It, it's like you can I feel like Her boyfriend can comfort her to an extent, but, Mm -hmm. like, you need, like, your trans sisters to, like, be there.
0: Exactly. And a lot of people do not have that community, so I'm glad we at least have each other. That's literally the reason, like, I feel comfortable to talk to my community today because I met through... through all online. Mm-hmm. And I guess, like, through even though those house party calls and FaceTime calls sometimes were a little brutal. Yeah, I, I
1: feel like we've grown up. Though. Yeah,
0: we've grown up. I feel like a lot of the times, like, at least in the baby stages of being queer, we take out kind of our insecurities on, on each, each other. other, mainly because we are trying to set up how we react to discrimination in the real world Mm -hmm. and we can have that backbone but like where do you get it and sometimes that is taking it out Um, on each other yeah but honestly it has built like us all together so it's like it made us i feel like that also made us a lot stronger yeah Yeah.
1: like all of our bond like i know like i know we don't talk as often but like when i see you it's Mm -hmm. like right back where we left off exactly and i was even gonna say like with zaya too i call her um i call her as frequently as i can Mm -hmm. um but like with the whole time zone thing like sometimes i'll call at 9 p.m here but it's 12 a.m there and Mm -hmm. she will answer and then other times she won't
0: yeah but um like and we all get busy we have to make sure we take care of ourselves ourselves first first. i i tell her all
1: the time i'm like if you ever because i i know she has to get her um surgery again Mm -hmm. but i was telling her i was like if you ever need somewhere to go and she knows this like whenever she comes to la she stays with me yeah and that's because like i always tell her like where are you gonna go like Mm -hmm. don't get an airbnb like no don't (laughs) you're staying with me yeah that's no brainer yeah for sure
0: because i you know where i am are you close to me do you know no i'm not close to you okay um but i'm basically you could say like not far from everything like everywhere is basically same distance so i picked it in a place where it feels safe and i can separate myself from work yeah um um, because recently (laughs) i whenever i go to events at least i get in my head a lot and like i it's great to network with people it's great to like you know get your self out there but it makes me feel a little scared it's like draining but it's also just
1: like it's It's how do I put this? Like, it's really strange to me, at least when you go to like influencer events like that Spotify one, because it's like you realize that all the people there, not just you, are after the same thing. Mm -hmm. And it's just like you make these connections Mm -hmm. and those connections can become really good friends. They can become Mm -hmm. people who like uplift you. But at the same time, it's like as ter- i don't want to like make it sound like oh everything's competition but like mm-hmm. realistically like in the entertainment industry yeah. it's like i feel like there are tears to everything and everyone always wants to be
0: on top there is yeah i it's just like especially being like a tokenized person in the queer community like it a lot of people just compare you to whoever the next, like, I guess, trailblazer of the queer community is. is yeah. And it just sucks. Like, why can't we uplift each other and just like, you know, like it, it's actually like, support each other it, instead of making it we're competition. two different people. That's yeah. The thing. It's like, oh, how do you
1: feel about like, oh, this person now that they're like doing really well? Mm-hmm. I'm proud of them. Me too.
0: Like, that's the thing. And it, I feel like you'd be surprised how many of like the trans girls out there are literally helping each other with their video ideas to, you know, make sure that we can be vulnerable to at least be okay after the fact of being vulnerable online mm-hmm. of sharing our stories. And then we can help each other like kind of rebuttal, like comments. You, if you, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, cause like being vulnerable online is really hard. Like at the end of the day, you're pitching yourself to these people. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're really just trauma dumping on them. <laughs> it's really bad. I, like I feel
1: like what I like hated the most, um, especially like when you talk about like being vulnerable online. Like yeah. remember when I had my body surgery? Yes. That was probably the worst period of my life. And I'm so grateful that I was able to have the surgery. Do not get me wrong. Mm-hmm. It's like probably one of the best decisions I've ever made. Okay. Um, however, I one was First of all, I had my wisdom teeth out, like, my freshman year of college, and then I had my surgery, I believe it was my sophomore junior year, no, junior year of college. It's pretty young. So when I had my, like, wisdom teeth out, I didn't know that you could get addicted to Oxy. Oh. So. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, I did not know. Um, and... I wasn't like heavily addicted, but it was like, it became to, it came to a point where like when my swelling had gone down, I still had Oxy's left mm. and my mom had to like flush them down the toilet because wow. I was like, I wanted them so bad. Yeah. And then when I was going through my surgery, I had to take Oxy mm-hmm. again because of how much pain I was in. So I was then back on Oxy, was going through withdrawals. Mm-hmm. Then I had tubes coming out of my body, had to wear a full suit. Um, I was going through a breakup. I was getting canceled online at the same time. People were saying I was... Mind you, I'm telling people like, oh, I just underwent this like huge like transformative surgery. And people are like, you should sue your surgeon. You look like a door. Like I... What
0: did you even get canceled for? Was um, it...
1: I got canceled. I've over. been
0: canceled a thousand times. Oh my god! I could sit here and tell you every. And a lot of it is just miscommunication, or are you literally just growing or from they your just mistakes. Get
1: ma- or you, I. The one time I feel like I've gotten canceled, and it was just like kind of unwarranted, was when I did. <laughs> well, like I laugh at it now because I'm like, yeah, I would bully me too. Um, okay. The uh, <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo, good for you, spin. Oh, I mean. It was cute.
0: I <laughs> thought it was a cute video when it, it first came out. When it,
1: fir- when it first came out, I was like, ooh, I yeah. like this. Uh, and then it, I turned into a tornado on Twitter. So yeah. It
0: was like, I mean, it's okay. You know, people on Twitter are brutal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my gosh. Um, I, they won't make fun of you for anything. They'll take your insecurity that they see through the screen and then, boom, it's speaking, all over Twitter. <laughs>
1: and you know what I find? Like, you know what pisses me off, too? The fact that, like, people will talk shit about me Mm -hmm. and other creators on twitter and it's like you notice it Mm -hmm. and then they're like you you'll have people defending you and the replies and then they're like oh i didn't mean it in a mean way like i was just like shocked or like for example the other day i
0: i I was on so passive aggressive
1: the other day i was on twitter and someone like so yes i have like a tinder profile someone screenshot my tinder profile okay posted my tinder profile on twitter and was like oop jump scare and it got like 30k something <gasps> likes and it's like if you're going to make fun of me, make fun of me, um but okay. if you're going to make fun of me and then you see people defending me and then you were li- and then you're trying to like backtrack and be like, "Oh, I w- like it, it it wasn't me making fun of him. It was just me being like, "Oh my gosh, like I'm so surprised to see you on Twitter." No, bitch, you were calling me ugly. And if you're going to talk shit, at least have a backbone because when people come after you because you're talking shit about me and I get to sit here and be like, "Oh, wow, like thank you girlies in the replies." Yeah. Like what like you can't don't sit there and act like don't sit there and change the intentions behind what you posted because you know the intentions behind what
0: you posted yeah i think a lot of the times when i was posting i was also in high school Mm -hmm. so i was avidly learning i was so ignorant to the fact that like anything i could say at least about my own community was wrong i because i was like speaking to my own experience Mm -hmm. um so i'd take I think I would post things kind of, like, a lot of out of context, if that makes sense. Yeah. And back in the day, there's more so, like, a lot of context videos more than, like, long-form videos on TikTok. So, you know, I kind of just, like, posted whatever I want, depending on what the trend was, made up a skit to whatever that fits my life. Mm-hmm. And people would take it out of context, run with it on Twitter. Yeah. And so it's just, like, it, it gets frustrating because people don't understand you and misunderstand you on purpose. I think. If I feel like people, when they do not like you, no. especially yeah. when you're
1: in like if when you're in this creator space, if yes. they don't like you, they will look for reasons not to like you. Yes. And one of the main ways they can come after you mm-hmm. is by taking an, like an innocent video mm-hmm. and taking it out of context. My mistake is literally like me apologizing for things that I, I don't think is my fault at all. I I once made a video. Um. Oh my gosh, it was on. I forgot what day it was, but I made a video and people in my comments. I I remember I made a video like I had just had like an entire thing of cold brew, mm-hmm. and I made a video of me like talking really really fast. Okay, and people were like, "Oh, not you making fun of people with ADHD." What? And I also made a video talking about this one. Ever time, thought maybe they have ADHD? ADHD. <laughs> and then there was a time where I'm I I made a video talking about how like, um. It was something about, like, social like social cues or, like, saying certain things. Okay. And they were like, oh, people who are neurodivergent, like, have that issue. And I was like, that's why I made this video, because I have that issue. Yeah. Here's a pill bottle that
0: I'm prescribed by a
1: psychiatrist mm-hmm. for my ADHD.
0: And, like, I don't know. Just everybody is going through something different. And whether that's on the outside of your appearance or not – you don't have to like blatantly scream it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> it, and I feel like that's what even when like
1: I don't talk about this a lot, but like my video when I came out as gender fluid, mm-hmm. like I there was like an audio on TikTok and it was um for like gender fluid trans individuals and I used it mm-hmm. um just to like participate in the trend. Like I didn't wanna come out yet, but I was just like participating in it. Yeah. I feel like expression. at the time I should have understood like, oh, like if this is for like trans and gender, gender fluid individuals, people are going to like question you. Mm-hmm. But people were like coming at me in my comments. So I had to make a video coming out and basically being like, yeah. hey, yeah, there's so. been so
0: many times where people are forced to come out.
1: And it's because like, you know, like you had good intentions. It's mm-hmm. just fact of the matter is other people don't. Yeah.
0: And it's like you can't express yourself. And that puts you more in the closet, if that makes sense. Yes. it's Like. Well, now I feel scared to come, come out because all these people are like, "Oh, yeah. like, what's
1: your problem? What's this with?" And then you're like, "Oh, great."
0: No, because now I have to explain every single little last detail of About, my life. Exactly. No, yeah. I don't. I don't owe anything to you, which is just.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's that's another thing with like being online. Like everyone thinks that when you're online and when you're an influencer, your life is like an open door, and yeah. people are at in that like same breath entitled to. Um, I guess like misconstrue and take things out of context mm-hmm. and also say things to you mm-hmm. as if they
0: personally know you yeah and, and that I- is so bad when it comes to comments because it's like everybody reads something a different way and so you need to like be clear with your intentions at least like mm-hmm. we need some I don't know like I've had people like DM me and be
1: like hey stupid ugly bitch and I'm like what? okay I'm like I literally sit there and I'm like Look, like, this would be, like, a little laughy laugh if, like, I knew you. But, yeah. like, you're in my DMs being, like, hey, stupid, fat, ugly bitch. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, where did that come from? A simple, like, hey, hi would definitely suffice. Yeah. What about, like, Let's how are you? Let's get to know you? each other before yeah. we
0: start joking with each other. Like,
1: I don't know. <laughs> mm-hmm.
0: People yeah. online
1: people who are chronically online mm-hmm.
0: no it's at the same time like i also understand it because we share so much with the internet that it's like yes we're essentially like sharing our lives to kind of help others that are also going through what we go through exactly but you know that doesn't always mean that like we're your best friend <laughs> but at the like, same time it's like, like i, I feel yeah. like
1: saying that again because i don't want this to get taken out of context when we say that we don't mean it in a way of like oh we don't appreciate you or oh we don't love all of you yes we're saying that yes you have a look into our lives but you
0: but there's always there's so much
1: more and there are boundaries Mm -hmm. like there is a lot more to our lives than what you
0: see online exactly like For example, I recently have been a little uh, off my hormones. Okay. I've been kind of insecure about it because I did have like a little bit of a voice drop. People comment about it like- I wasn't even posting about it at all. Like I made a talking video mm-hmm. and at the time I was pretty sick. So it was even lower. And people are like, are you off your hormones? Because it seems that your voice is getting a little low. Like maybe you need to take a little bit more of that estrogen. And I'm like,
1: why would you like, what is what's wrong, wrong with, with you? you?
0: Like what you're literally making my dysphoria like 10 times worse right now. Like, and I don't know. It's just like, and then that's, that's, I feel like that's also like the, last
1: thing you should probably say to anyone exactly. and like also it's none of your damn business no
0: it's not and it's it's just like I get that you may be going through some things when it comes to hormones but like if you're going through that don't you have a sensitive side to that too and shouldn't you be more understanding to somebody who's vulnerably vulnerable glee? Or That's, like the yeah. vulnerable
1: on the internet. Yeah, like somebody online. who's
0: putting themselves out there like that. It's not just like a speech that they're putting out. It's literally like our lives. And so I don't know. I just
1: this like whole, um, like this whole conversation about like um, people again. Um, how do I even put this? I just first of all, I'm sorry that people are like, people have said that. That's weird. It's
0: weird. You know, but second
1: of all, I feel like that also, again, ties in with the fact that like people get too comfortable with creators that they like. And again, Mm -hmm. that's not bad. If you're comfortable, that's good. We want you to be comfortable watching us at least, but we don't want you to be comfortable to the point where like you say things in the comments or like DM us certain things that are just like
0: Coming for our insecurities. Coming for our
1: insecurities, <laughs> crossing a boundary. Yeah.
0: There's just things that it's like human decency at It's some like point. if you wouldn't
1: say it to a stranger. <laughs> why would you say, why it, would to you say it to us? <laughs> and it's like, I get it. Like, oh, your life is kind of on the internet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But if you met me in person, you would now have a different feel as to who I am. You yeah, know?
0: For sure.
1: Like there's a difference between like, I feel like the internet only gets a certain speck of who we are as people and it's like it's still us but it's just like a part of us there are things that we don't want you to see Mm -hmm. you know I agree and I feel like people automatically assume that because we're so vulnerable like they have seen me cry at least they've seen me do or like they see me go through like surgery they're like oh I've seen you in like bad states of mind and this and the third so like I'm comfortable enough to say certain things but it's like but you didn't see it all yeah you saw glimpses of those things happening.
0: I think it transfers to people who also don't do social media in their normal day life. Like, I personally haven't been opening up on social media as much lately. Um, More so creating a boundary for myself. Mainly because I'm going through a lot right now. I just moved to Los Angeles. Like, I'm still... That is, like, a lot. Gaining my independence. I'm, you know, sometimes going out, experiencing, like, my tolerances for things. And, like, you know, it's just... I don't know. I'm learning a lot about myself and that takes mistakes before you learn. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I don't know. A lot of people can look at you online, see that you're happy. But behind the scenes, sometimes it's just faking a smile.
1: Did you, did I ever tell you about what it was like when I first moved here? No. Um, When I first moved here, um, th- guys, this is like actually like, I don't think I've ever said this. I'm going to get like, this is like trauma dump vulnerable now
0: (laughs) it's okay so this is a good space to do so
1: when I first moved it was like my taste of independence like it it was like the I mind you when I started university when I started college lockdown happened okay so like I didn't sleep in dorms I went to community college my first two years and then I transferred online so it was like I was home if I wasn't working I was home all the time Mm-hmm. i wasn't 21 i couldn't like go out and do things mm-hmm. um i didn't have my own car mm-hmm. i moved here had my own car turned mm-hmm. 21 mm-hmm. like i was able to do all these things that i wasn't able to do at home and it mm-hmm. felt like i went away to university and every day was just like a party mm-hmm. and i started like drinking a lot mm-hmm. here mm-hmm. oh my god like every single you go to a party and it's just like, oh, open bar. Yeah. Or like you go out with your friends and it's like someone's like, let me buy you a drink. Mm-hmm. And it was like I was going out too much, like uh, way, 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 way too much. Yeah. And it had gone to a point where I realized I had a problem because there was this one night. This was the first and last time I ever blacked out. Um, I woke up at five in the morning in downtown L.A. Oh on a sidewalk And I had to call an Uber home. I got home and on the car ride home, I called my mom sobbing.
0: Yeah. It's the saddest thing is that you really only have yourself. Like you, and especially just moving here. The people that you thought were so close to you are Are not not what you think they are. Like, yes, we can be distant friends. Yes, we can have each other. But are you that person that's going to be like, I call you up. Can you help me out?
1: That's, that's the thing. You have to help yourself out and you have to hold yourself accountable. And I, how long did I, I didn't go out for like three months and my friends kept asking me like where I was and I was like, I'm home and I'm like sober and I'm not doing anything. I'm not drinking. I'm not. Nope. Um, It's good. You set
0: your boundaries.
1: I eased my way back into it and like now I'm good. But like when I first moved here, like I understood, it's like, it's almost also, I don't know if you feel this way still but when you move here at least for like the first month or two for me it felt like i was staying at an airbnb
0: and not my own apartment <laughs> that's how i feel right now i literally have like what a mattress and a bunch of unbuilt furniture <laughs>
1: if you, i'm telling you the minute the minute i got my s- sofa mm-hmm. like the minute i got my couch and then, like, I actually set up my you. You were there.
0: I like, was when there my, when I first got when my apartment. Spencer first moved here. I can account that I was taking videos in their house. It literally, <laughs> it was but just it was like, like an open empty. studio. It was like it
1: was <laughs> echoey. Like you walked in, it was like blank walls. Yeah, I didn't. When you were there, I didn't even have my boxes yet from no. home. Yeah, I you had just a, had your room set I up. I had my. I had a. I had a mattress on the floor and yep. a suitcase. Yeah, that's all I had, and. By the time you came back a second time, like, my house, like, not my house. It was, like my it op- looks
0: damn good it now. It looks good. You got, like, them bookshelves and everything. I like it. <laughs> and
1: that's what I'm saying. Like, it takes so much time to, like, actually get, like. I Settled in. Settled in. But yeah. once
0: you're there, it's, like. It's like you grow so much anticipation of, like, I'm going to move to L.A. I'm going to get my life started. And when you actually get there, it's like, oh, I have to do it now. That's what I also will say this, too. When I first got here,
1: it felt like. How do I put this? Like, it was like I was here and I was having fun. It got to a point where I was like no longer having fun. It became like a problem. But like in the beginning, at least for me, it was like. I want to keep having as much fun as I can because I know when I stop, I'm going to have to start, like, actually going after what I want. For sure. Got this Moldavite necklace.
0: hmm <laughs> Set and stuff. You honestly have to not get in the party scene, too. And I stay home now. I play yeah. Minecraft
1: at home all the time.
0: And learn how to hang out with people. When it comes to literally just, like, maybe going to lunch or just, like... Going to a nice dinner. A nice dinner where it isn't just, like, the main thing is alcohol or, you know... Like, we partying. Can, we can make a puzzle together. I don't care. I, don't, I literally... Let's go shopping. I, I <laughs> Do you want to start a book club? Let's do it. Yeah. I literally...
1: <laughs> lo- I re- did I... Can I... Yeah, tell I me. Mean. I don't read, read a lot, but, I mean... I read, like, crazy. I actually was, like... <laughs> um, my um Everyone, like, at least, like... My close friends, like, very, very close. And by very close, I mean they live in the same apartment complex as me. So I see them all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, they hate reading. And I remember the other day I went, like, to Emmy's apartment. And yeah. I was like, I brought a book. And I'm going to read it for all of you. And they are like, <gasps> no, put it away. Like, <laughs> we don't want to listen. <laughs> like, we don't want to read. And I, I, I just finished. Oh, my gosh. I read Misery. Then I read The Haunting of Hill House. Okay. Then I read... It's about this girl who kills herself.
0: Oh, no. I forgot
1: the title, though. Like, Oh, it's called The Midnight Library. Oh, okay. And it's about this girl, um, and she kills herself. Like, her life is just actually shit. Like, the first few chapters, it's, like, uh, 19 years before her name kills herself. Mm-hmm. And then it's, like, a week before she kills herself. And then it, like, leads down to, like, the hours as you so keep kind reading. kind of the thought process. And then she, ki- like, she k- attempts to kill herself. But mm-hmm. in the book... She overdoses on her antidepressants, but she's not dead yet. She enters this place called the Midnight Library where, like, her physical body isn't there, but she's there. Oh. And the Midnight Library is essentially all the books there are books of her life if she had made different decisions. So she has oh. the chance, like, okay, for example, when she was younger. That's
0: she, great for other people to
1: read. She Yeah, she was like, oh, my gosh. like I When she was younger, she wanted to be an Olympic swimmer she ended up not doing it because it stressed her out too much. So at one point she says, I want to enter the life I would have had if I had been an Olympian. Like Mm -hmm. if I had been an Olympic swimmer. So she finds the book, opens it and she gets transported into that life and then she hates it. So what does she do? She leaves. Uh And then she has the same chance to do it with like every other decision she's ever made in her life. Yeah. And you can do that in a normal life. And that's what I'm saying. And then at the end of the book, well, are you going to read it?
0: I don't know. I might do a, a little audio book. I'm, I'm a slow reader. Uh, I'll be I, honest. Can I just
1: spoil the ending for okay, you? Okay, just do it. Okay,
0: yeah, I wanted to spoil it.
1: So. Yeah. And if you want to read this Spoilers book, ahead. Spoilers <laughs> ahead, literally, like, big-ass warning label, like, eh, eh, It's basically at the end of the book, she comes back to the Midnight Library, and whenever she gets, like, really, really upset, whenever she, like, how do I put this? The way that it works is, like, if she's living a life, right? Mm-hmm if she really enjoys living that life, she becomes that person. Mm -hmm. So it's like her soul becomes one with that version of herself Mm -hmm. because it's like, that's already her. Now she's a part of that person. Mm -hmm. And at the end of the book, she ends up living this life where I think about like a few weeks and this one day she ends up Waking back up in the midnight library, and she was like, No, I want to go back. Like, that was the life for me. Mm -hmm. I want to go back. But the rule is once you're out of that life, you can't go back in. So Mm. the library starts burning down. What? And she's like, No, like, I want to live. I want to live now. So you know what she does? She finds a book. There's only one book in the library that doesn't burn. And the book is the only book with a title on it, and it's titled Future. And she writes in it, I'm alive. And she wakes up throwing up. In her bed, the one that she tried to kill herself in, wow. and then she ends up going to the hospital. And then her life kinda like comes full circle and it gets better in the end, like her actual life. Wow. But it is so good.
0: That's beautiful.
1: If it gets turned into a movie, cast me, thank you. Oh my gosh, <laughs> you're like, this is literally me in a box. <laughs> I'm like, Yes, I'm that girl. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, do you wanna play Two Truths and a Lie? Yes. Did you write yours down earlier? I did write no. I wrote mine down earlier too. Okay.
0: Tell me your two truths and a lie. Okay. My first one is, I've been doing social media since 2016. Mm -hmm. I used to own every pair of Crocs that they had, like, a color available. Mm -hmm. And I used to play ukulele. The last one? No. Which one was it? I used to own every pair of Crocs.
1: (laughs) I, you know what's so crazy to me? I literally was like, that's so unbelievable, but it's also so believable when it, like, I feel like no, for you. No, call me right
0: now. I literally have my, me in middle school, me playing it, and it's like a call me back tone. Oh, my gosh, wait. Hang up, yeah. Hey,
1: back. When you it. Oh, when you it, okay,
0: you ate this. <laughs> still at the <laughs>
1: Oh, how <laughs> to hang on. Yeah. Okay. So are you ready to guess mine? Yes, I am. <laughs> okay. So I broke my wrist at summer camp and my friends left me to go swimming. What? The longest <laughs> surgery I had was six hours. Okay. And I memorized all the words to Fergalicious before my freshman year of high school because it calmed my nerves. Fergalicious? That's the truth. What?
0: You did that? Yeah, I did.
1: I actually, um, okay, another reason why I probably didn't have a lot of friends in high school, aside from the fact that I walked around with a stick named Sherman, oh, um, I would okay. actually, like, I would walk down the hallways. No, They were earbuds, that kid. Okay. Yeah, no, I was that kid. Like, it's, like, <laughs> I would walk down the hallways, wouldn't have any earbuds in, and I would actually be whispering the lyrics to Fergalicious to myself because oh my I was gosh. always so
0: anxious. Okay, I want to hear more about, like, what you were, like, in high school, but... Tell there me the lie. Tell me what the lie was. Uh, the longest surgery I had was
1: six hours. It was eight. Oh wow, dang! My stomach's <laughs> not surgery. even longer. It was wow. eight hours. I was out. That was also the first time I ever had a catheter. Do you know what a catheter is? Yes. <laughs> if you don't know what a catheter is, I'm not going to tell you to look it up. Um, but if you do look it up, it was on your own accord. <laughs> Let me tell you something. Warning. I, I need you to imagine me waking up from anesthesia. Oh no. So I'm waking up from this anesthesia. I didn't even know I had one in, oh by God. the way. I like I signed in a con- like I signed a contract basically stating like, oh I know this is happening to me, but I didn't read the contract. I was like, I just want the surgery. Uh-huh. Um, so I did have a catheter inside me. Uh, and long story short, the <laughs> the nurse literally rubbed my leg and was like, you're gonna feel a light sting, bitch. <laughs> That was not a sting. It felt like molt. It felt like I was peeing out molting Babe, lava.
0: Electrocuted.
1: Like literally, <laughs> I felt like I was had. I felt like I had molting lava coming out of me, oh, and Lord. I literally was like, I had, t- and I was like on so many pain medication, like I, cause wow. I just got out of surgery. So I'm off of anesthesia, off of pain pain medication. I can only imagine what that would have felt like if I didn't have any medication in my system, no. I probably would have passed out from the, pain see, this is why, like I personally, I am so glad that like for me, myself, like I know for a fact that like, if, I was probably up in heaven with God, and this is probably why I have, like, gender dysphoria. <laughs> I was, what? You know, listen, listen, listen. <laughs> yeah. I, was, okay. I was talking to God, right? And I was like, OMG, I want to be a girly girl, but I also, like, want to be a boy. And then God was like, well, imagine pushing out, like, an eight-ounce baby from your vajay. And I was like,
0: never mind. Just <laughs>
1: give me the dysphoria. Yeah.
0: I'll be both. Yeah, I'll be both. <laughs> what I want. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I, like, I just, like, I, like...
0: I, I just like I can't think. No. Literally, like, the only other time I've related to a surgery on that level is getting my teeth like literally pulled out with like little anesthesia.
1: Oh. Uh, yeah. wait, were you awake?
0: I yeah. They they don't put you under full anesthesia. At least my doctor. Um, so my, my doctor didn't wait did it before your wisdom teeth. Or yeah. It, well, I haven't done my wisdom teeth yet, which I need to do. But
1: when you got your wisdom teeth out, you tell those.
0: Um, bitches
1: to clock you out because i was awake for mine
0: you were Mm -hmm. good lord no i need to not make that mistake yeah don't no but yeah i had to get four teeth pulled out because my teeth used to be like you want to share photos of what our teeth used to look like yes oh my god oh my lord okay i like
1: to tell people before i show them the photo that my
0: teeth used to be like mitch match like they were everywhere my train tracks no like
1: literally (laughs) my teeth they were playing like crisscross with each other like how they are were you with your
0: retainer like are you traumatized every night up? oh i made the mistake of like i didn't go on it for like three months and yeah my teeth shifted back a little bit so i think i have made as a line it's like here's
1: my thing like your teeth still look straight okay like i you, you. you'll you'll when i show you this photo you'll they, be like i get there's why this you need to wear
0: feeling it. of when your teeth are shifting back though that it's like literally i cannot it feels oh This is what Carrie airdropped to me. (laughs) I was like, this is not the team.
1: Um, uh, So Carrie is one of the people behind the scenes that helps make this show happen. Um, And just so you all know the type of vibes that we have here at the past your bedtime studios. um, I was just sitting innocently on a couch and Carrie airdrops me a photo and it is of Lord Farquaad from Shrek With Harry Styles' face.
0: Do we have, like... Do you know about the Harry Styles theory of, like, bald? He's bald? Apparently, everybody thinks that, like, he lost all of his hair and, like, wears, like, a lace front.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Alright. But but he, like,
0: hides it. (laughs) And then there's, like, interviews where it's, like, hey, like, um, basically they're asking, like, all the... One Direction crew if everybody like who is most likely to go bald he'd be like me and so it like makes people like want to confirm that that he he actually has no hair.
1: Um. Okay guys so (laughs) if you're watching this and you're a Harry Styles stan don't get mad at us for saying that Harry Styles might be bald because balding
0: is genetic. It's genetic and you know I'm not even (gasps) (laughs) the way that cut you off (laughs) the way
1: you were mid-sentence and I showed you this photo and you Gas? how did you get the um okay so if you are only listening um, to this podcast not watching um, how can i describe this to you um my two front teeth were overlapping my bottom teeth the two teeth one on the right side of my front tooth one on the left side of my front tooth Like, my two front teeth, the one on the left, the one on the right, the teeth next to them were behind my bottom teeth. Then my canines were up in my gums, and then my bottom teeth were just as, like... I need you all to imagine what it would look like if, like, God took a jackhammer to your mouth when you were going through puberty, because that's what it looks like. Did
0: you have to, like, have a lot of rubber bands for that to, like, get that whole, like... Teeth moving down process. Mm-hmm. So okay. when I,
1: when I first, you know how when you get your braces on, they um, put the wire in? Yeah. So when I first got my braces on, I had no wire on these teeth. Oh. I had rubber ba- rubber bands. Oh. So the rubber bands pulled them down until they were able to be in the wire okay. to like align them with my teeth.
0: So a lot of cooperation on your part. Oh yeah. I had braces for six years. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. I can't find a good photo. Let me. Okay. This is as best as it gets. It's not like it's too not bad, bad, but OK, the bottom teeth were like they were just like mismatch of each other. I think it's a genetic thing with my dad. Um, but, you know, I looked like, kind of like a cute little vampire like that. Yeah.
1: When I got though, I literally guys this is actually kind of like messed up. I. I wanted my I wanted like vampire teeth oh like I wanted vampire fangs so bad, Baby, so I had
0: them I. <laughs> Okay, go on, go on. I'm not leaving the set yet. <laughs> Somewhat Did you really me need Annular. to go get new ones? Like You said they were growing in. They were growing, they were growing, in, growing in, baby. In. They were surprised you were not sucking blood out of nobody. Like, oh. what those ones. <laughs> lord oh my god the way you just ate me up on my own
1: on my own okay that was too easy though no that was was actually really easy it was easy but i want okay so like how do i put this i wanted fangs but like the ones that weren't all the way up here the ones that like went down okay okay so when my orthodontist was literally like you don't need rubber bands anymore and i said okay thank you i still (laughs) wore rubber bands like every day really yeah i wore them and i did like um i would do like I used to have like the really like strong ones, so I would just like do like a simple triangle. But then when I ran out of the strong ones, I went to like the really elastic ones, and I would double it, and I would go like up and over, so my like canines would go down more. And I'm not joking. Don't get me wrong, Ortho, you did a great job. Love you for that. You like actually changed my life. Slayed. But I know for a fact that if I didn't put in that hard work with those rubber bands on my canines, yeah, it I wasn't all you, baby. I wouldn't have these.
0: But I was asking you, Mm -hmm. what were you like in high school? I'm Um, actually really interested. Not that, like, high school defines who you are, like, internally now, but, like, because I feel like it's, like, a forced trap hell where you basically literally have to just be there upon your will, essentially. um, so, (laughs) like,
1: how do I even explain myself? Like, I was, one, a theater kid.
0: Okay.
1: I feel like my, like, when I was in, when I was, like, freshman sophomore that's when i was probably I really the most wish awkward i was
0: a theater kid like i wish i went for it but i i i'll get into myself a little bit later but i went for like dance class oh, choir i so. did
1: dance and choir too okay but like I, but like because i went to a trade school um my i guess like college course all four years was performing arts but i was mm. i was able to do like dance club and choir okay um but i was just really awkward I wasn't very social Mm -hmm. and it I guess around like my junior year I started making more friends but it wasn't intentional it was because I would just like say things in class Mm -hmm. um and people would laugh and mm-hmm. I wasn't, like, being a class clown. Like, my teachers would laugh, too. I'd la- laugh, too. I'd, like, raise my hand. Okay. I just sounded like a DJ track. <laughs> I said laugh, too. Uh, laugh, too. Um, <laughs> um, But I just, like, I remember, like, my teachers would say stuff, and I'd literally, I just would, like, it wasn't intentional, but I'd be in class, and I'd be, like, what the hell?
0: Mm-hmm. Like, I'd
1: be, like, what's going on? <laughs> um, And I would just, like, I would joke around like when, when when it came to like doing group stuff like i would mostly do all the work but i was okay. also like the type of person that would like joke around and i i don't you know have the best of both worlds and it, and because i actually not gonna lie i think
0: that it's like it kind of reflects in the content you were doing during high school and content at the same time because you were able to kind of make you doing work a relatable thing at the same time while simultaneously getting your work done. And, you and know, you're like, a smart person. Thank like, you. Yeah.
1: I was going to say, I think the one of the best decisions I ever made was doing theater all throughout high school. Really? Yeah, because we, like, our theater department, I don't mean to, like, toot our own horn. Like, it was good. We had our own black box. Okay. We had a full auditorium. I gotta see one of these like shows. 1, 000, I believe the it sat, like, 900 people, the auditorium. Like, Ooh. it was, wa- like... And because I was in so many shows, Mm -hmm. and because, like, here's how it worked. Like, we were in, like, as, like, a theater kid, like, in the theater program, Mm -hmm. you wanted to go out of your way to tell your friends in other classes, like, oh, you should come to our show. But I didn't really have that many friends, so I would literally tell no one to come Mm. um, until, like, I was maybe a junior or a senior. Okay. But I remember when I was in my junior year of high school, one of the first friends I made, her name was Ashley, and she was one of my close friends' girlfriend. Okay. And she was like, oh, my gosh, like, you're so funny. I loved watching you and all the shows you Aww. were in. And that's what started how did our that friendship. that make you
0: feel? It like, made me feel
1: so good because I was like, validated. oh, gee, I'm making friends. And yeah. it got to a point where people would be like, oh, we know you from like the one act plays or like we know you because you were in the school musical. Mm-hmm. And that was like how people would start talking to me. Yeah. And I'd be like,
0: oh. How does like at least being recognized on such a large level feel now? Because in a sense, you kind of felt invisible as, in a way. Like, before making friends? I, I had,
1: like, I had, here's the thing, like, my shop, I would say, like, the people that were in, like, my trade class, I mm. was close with some of them, mm-hmm. but, like, we were all friends in my shop class. Okay. It was, like, the actual, like, courses, like, math, English, science, I didn't make friends in those classes. It was, like, mm. I relied on all my friends in shop, mm. um but I don't know, I feel like. Now that I'm on, like, social media and people, uh, like, they approach me, at first it felt, like, I felt really awkward. It felt like I was in high school again. Like I And I feel like it felt awkward because when I was starting to get bigger on TikTok, mm-hmm. I was working at Starbucks still. Yeah. So while I was there, people would stop in the drive through and stop the line to get a picture with me. And my manager would have to tell me to go into the back or we would have people who would wait outside um, and they'd they'd go to the speaker window like they go to like the speaker where you order at the drive through and Mm -hmm. they would say, um, can we take a photo with Spencer? And my manager or shift supervisor would be like, "No, Spencer's working." And then they would be like, "When does he get? Like, when does he have a break?" And they'd be like, "We can't tell you." (laughs) And they would wait for me to go on break. I remember one day it was like, "And that's amazing, honestly, though." It was like it was really nice, but at the same time, because I was like kind of getting in trouble at work because they were like, "You post content at work," and I never explicitly said which Starbucks I worked at, but it was like, "You see my face at a Starbucks, you know it's me." Yeah. Um. So like. At one point I wasn't even allowed to like be on register. Wow. Like I wasn't allowed to take people's orders cuz they wouldn't hear my voice in the talking thing, so I could only make drinks. Wow. So I felt really awkward at first. And then when I quit,
0: that's some celebrity type shit.
1: But then when I quit, I was like, mm-hmm. yeah, I felt I felt really nice too cuz I was like, damn, like this it felt yeah, good at least. But I just, it still felt like
0: awkward cuz I was like working yeah. kind of getting in trouble. Yeah, I I don't know. For me, at least, I grew up in the sense where, like, I made a lot of friends at a young age. I had one friend that I made, like, pre-transition, and she stuck with me until, like, I guess you could say she introduced me, like, in fifth grade to all of her friends, which were all of my friends growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, so in that period of time, I didn't really have, like, a solid, like, friend that I could go to. Mm-hmm. I had, like, maybe one, um, and... Yeah, I just couldn't open up to a lot of people about, like, the feminine things that I would enjoy. Like, I guess you could say, like, dolls and, I don't know, just fashion. (laughs) So I would, later on when I did come out, that's when it really, like, was easier for me to, like, make friends because I wasn't so worried about myself, Mm -hmm. if that makes sense. I feel like also
1: it was... Like, you weren't hiding anymore. Exactly. Like, it wasn't a matter it's of. It's very liberating. I feel like in, even when I was, like, younger, like, when I was in, I feel like wh- I came out and I think, no, I did. I came out in middle school. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember before I had come out, like, I had a very small group of friends in middle school.
0: Yeah.
1: And then I just, like, I, I think at one point I was just, like, I don't care. Like, yeah. I just, I want, like, I want to feel comfortable. I, so yeah. I would just, like, mm-hmm. talk. There, though i don't know how to really explain like the lunch tables in middle school Mm -hmm. but it was like the boys would sit at one table the girls would sit at another table and then you had like um my friends (laughs) yeah like and it was literally like full like two picnic tables worth damn so like all the boys would sit here all the girls would sit here and then like me and like my five or six friends would all sit in like this corner area Mm -hmm. and i remember one day i was like I'm going to go sit by the girls. Yeah. And I remember all the boys looked at me when I was sitting next to them. <laughs> and they were all looking at me and like, they were the whispering. They were, definitely, they were definitely like, oh, this boy is gay. Yeah. And I literally was like, and
0: Whatever. what about it?
1: Yeah. And I and I talked to the – and that was, like, when I started making, like, close friends with, yeah. like, girls in middle I school. I hate
0: when people use, like, even growing up, like – why do you use an identity as a negative thing to call somebody like, Oh my God, you're so gay. Like, okay. Yeah. Okay. And what's so bad about a gay person? Like, <laughs> I feel like it's, I feel like
1: also we didn't growing up at least like I had representation in the form of like seeing white families and TV shows and seeing uh-huh. white like um families in movies. Yeah. But there were no like gay people in movies.
0: I had to be that for myself for
1: sure. And even, and even now, like it's still, there are people who are like, oh, this is controversial. I don't want my kids watching that kind of stuff, you know? And, but I feel like now if there are kids who are more understanding, but growing up, it was like, we viewed gay as bad because well not like bad but we viewed it as an insult because one we heard it being used as insults Mm -hmm. by people around us yeah at least i i know i did yeah me too and then on top of that it's like you don't see any representation in the media yeah so it's like all of a sudden you're like oh you're the only things i'm seeing about gay people and hearing about gay people is like negative negative yeah so it's like oh like oh he's so gay like yeah i took that as an insult when Mm -hmm. i was younger Mm because it was like oh my god it's the only thing that you really knew. know about it. Yeah. And now it's like, oh, my God. Now so that gay, I can like, like express like, yeah,
0: myself and really get into who I am as a person. Now you understand what it was. Yeah.
1: And now people are like, oh, you're so gay. And I'm like, yeah, duh.
0: Like, duh. are you? Uh, like- no. Uh, when people call me gay, I'm like, thank you, babe. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, let me sip on this tea. Right. Because. That we have a lot more self-discovery than you do I also, not that it's a bad thing that you don't but I mean hey I, I, like, <laughs> I feel like a
1: lot of the times too the people at least in my opinion and I'm gonna make this very very clear I feel that like men because men sexualize women they're okay with like lesbians but Mm. because gay Mm -hmm. men sexualize other men they don't like it
0: no yeah and
1: like with women i feel like because gay men especially like feminine gay men Mm -hmm. um they go
0: against everything that i guess like macho masculine men would be like oh
1: you're not a man like yeah Yeah. they go
0: against all masculinity And that's the reason why they feel so afraid of them. Yes, because because we don't don't conform
1: to like their idea of what masculine is.
0: So yeah, anybody who is queer that expresses themselves like we get a lot of hate mainly because people want not they want to be us, but you know they want. I literally was about
1: to be like a lot of the times I was going to say those men are closeted. They are,
0: and even if they aren't closeted, it's just like no matter what, we are the definition of. How to express yourself. And
1: also at the same time, I feel that men who are afraid to hug and show affection to other men, <laughs> you're a homo. Sorry. <laughs> I mean that in the nicest, most loving way possible. But like, let's be honest here. The only reason you would view hugging your friend as like, oh, this is so gay. I don't want to do that. Yeah. Is because there's something internalized deep inside you that's like, oh, this is gay. Gay is bad. Mm-hmm. And I can't do that because like, what if I like it? Yeah. Bitch, the problem is you do like it. Like, go suck a dick and shut up.
0: No, literally. Um, But, yeah, I was... You said that you heard, like, all those kind of, like, slurs being used towards people as, like, a negative thing. Mm-hmm. For me, like, the friends that I grew up with, they kind of sheltered me from that. But... It's like once you were on, like, the internet and, like... Out, oh, out. yeah. I experienced it down. But... I don't know. I used to get mad at my friends all the time because they would disinclude me from certain situations. And I just lacked the knowledge that these some of the people that they were hanging out with didn't like me solely for my existence, which just is sad. But at the same time, it's like, I'm glad that I have learned my self-worth to not like be friends with those people or tolerate that behavior. Mm-hmm. But it's like really hard to, I guess... Get out of the habit of tolerating people who are afraid of you as a person.
1: I That and also people who are afraid to introduce you to other people, mm-hmm. not because they don't accept you, but because those other people they know won't accept you. Yes. And they're afraid of how that
0: will make them look.
1: No, yeah. Like, babe rest assured no one's looking at
0: you no one it doesn't matter and at the end of the day when we're all just expressing ourselves unapolog- unapologetically it's like that's really the end goal my whole
1: thing is like in my head at least why would you want to be friends with a hating ass bitch yeah. like let's be real Literally. like I'm i want to be friends
0: with people who make me feel good like, like and <laughs> like,
1: here's my thing it's like if, if
0: you're, you're unapod- unapologetically queer i cannot say unapologetically <laughs> if
1: That's so, i can't say a lot of words.
0: Yeah. <laughs> But, like, if you are, like, Scream It Queer, I want to be friends with you, mainly because you are the person that, like, stops the room. That's literally, (laughs) like, and I like like that feeling. Honestly, I like the feeling of going against society. I like the feeling of being myself, if that makes sense. And (laughs)
1: that's what's, like, crazy. It's, like, how we can, just by, like, being ourselves... Like, make heads turn. Which is, like, crazy to me. Yeah. And it's, like, whether you like us or not, all eyes are on us. Mm -hmm. Sorry, babe. (laughs) Like, we like the, I I like the attention. For
0: sure. Yeah. And I think, like, when I gained that support and attention, Mm -hmm. I really learned that people are really vile towards trans people. But there is also, like, a lot of support. And there's also a difference between, I guess, like pleasing the cis ear versus like being unapologetic when it comes to talking about your struggles with discrimination. Mm -hmm. There's a difference between, you know, I guess saying how you experience your discrimination in a way where it doesn't upset other people because sometimes it can. And which is weird because it's like you're forcing me through this just because I'm existing. But and I'm like expressing to you why a certain thing you say or yeah. do is making me feel this way. But and you people d- lack empathy for trans people and queer people in general because. I don't know. There's just, like, a, a stigma towards us. Oh, where I know why. As really uh,
1: Candace Owens said. <laughs> where's the H? Where's the H in LGBTQIA? Yeah. I where think... is the H? Where's the real inclusion?
0: <laughs> they definitely feel
1: unincluded.
0: Like, I'm sorry you guys we... aren't cool.
1: Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm sorry you guys are so boring. You're not in the community, babe. Like, I'm sorry that you are <laughs> so boring and you have a white pick offense and you have two kids that you didn't want to have in the first place. And I'm sorry that you're homophobic and weird. And you know what's crazy to me? Like, you sit there and you're probably one of the most, like, homophobic people out there. And it's like, you sit there and you're like, oh, men shouldn't wear dresses to stand the third. Yada, 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 yada. Yeah. And then you're like, where's the H? Bitch, there's a reason the H isn't in there. And it's to prevent people like you from entering. Have you conform to society? And we don't, no. babe. Like, I'm we sorry. We don't care. That We're, H, we want to be happy. That H <laughs> can that H can remain over there, babe. Because we don't you. want it. Mm-hmm. I mean, we love you straight people. Well, not, not all of you. Oh, I
0: love the allies. I love allies! <laughs> allies! See?
1: LGBTQIA, A, asexual, or A, ally. ally. well before we do leave i do want to ask you one question do you have any upcoming projects that you want to talk about or uh share your social media handles
0: i do not open up on my social media like in depth very often but i'm going to mainly on my youtube Ooh. yes um i want to get back into like long form content because a long time ago i was getting into that but Nonetheless, it's going to happen now. So What's go on my YouTube. What is it? V-Andre Mitchell. V-E-O-N-D-R-E-M-I-T-C-H-E-L-L.
1: My username on everything is Spensois. V, it was a pleasure having you here. <sighs> and you. I love you. I love you too. Um, thank you for being here. Thank you for just like <laughs> rambling you. with me and catching up. Of course.
0: Up. It felt really it good. Felt good. Yeah.
1: And if you guys, if you want to watch this podcast happening live and in person, and you want to see these cute plushies that me and have, V have, because V brought them, go to the Pastor Bedtime YouTube channel <laughs> yes. and subscribe. If you don't subscribe, you hate me, and like we've been through this. No, I love yeah. you guys. Like How I are you need watching
0: and not subscribing. Like? Yeah, exactly. Like if you're gonna you're watch you my well
1: subscribe. <laughs> you might. Oh yeah, and it's. Podcasts, new episodes, released every Thursday on all audio streaming platforms. I love you guys. Come Please on, be marketing. safe. <laughs> <laughs> we love you.
0: Love you. Bye, guys.
1: Look, when someone is exceptionally good at what they do, whether it's a chef or, let's be honest, my hairstylist, you know you're in good hands. ZocDoc is the only free app that lets you find and book doctors who are patient-reviewed, take your insurance, are available when you need them, and treat almost every condition under the sun. No more Dr. Roulette or dark web explanations for your sore throat. With ZocDoc and the free app that millions of users rely on, you can find the right doctor who meets your needs and fits in your schedule. Go to ZocDoc.com screaming and download the ZocDoc app for free.